It is so weird after all this time to now know that it is out there and people are going to be watching this. Was that from like over a year ago? Uh, well, it's split up in Some a of it, bunch yeah. of different things. But the fact is that now I'll talk about like how it was made. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's out there. People are going to see it. They sure will. <laughs> and I don't know what's going to happen. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Thanks to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link mm. right there at the top of the page. It's a great way. If you're going to be going to Amazon anyway, might as well go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the link. I am so excited. Right there. I ordered something by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link last week. And yeah. today, they're supposed to be getting delivered. Nice. A new pair of platform shoes. Uh, of course, it's platform excited. shoes. I don't think you've ordered anything other than platform shoes for the most part. Yeah, you, yeah. you might be right. <laughs> I mean, what, yeah, those are the only kind of shoes that I wear, clearly. But yep. yeah, it's been a few pairs over the past few months. It, makes me, it gives me something to look forward to. Well, there it is. <laughs> yes. Sarah orders platform shoes, so order yourself a pair of platform shoes at funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right. There is something that we are announcing today. The debut of something that's been in the works for a long <laughs> time. I was thinking about it, and I'm just seeing in our, in our live chat for members of the Supporters Club, uh, Derek just reminded there was about a year ago. It's coming up on about a year since we when had our 10-year anniversary party. Was it the third? Uh, sometime in November. Yeah, it was like the, at the very beginning of November. I can't yeah. remember what day. And during that, there was all kinds of things that happened during that amazing, amazing event. Oh, um, that was so much fun. It was so much fun. That was a year ago? It's like coming up on a year <sighs> since that happened. And we'll actually have some, some stuff from that that was unreleased. will be being released here at some point over the next couple of months. Yes. But, uh, but one thing that did happen there was a live performance... Of a certain duo by the name of Butterman and Mr. Pancakes. <laughs> Keelan and I performed the song live in front of a live audience. And uh, that was amazing. But that's not what was released today. Today, over a year and a half in the making, plagued by quarantine and, <laughs> and a plague, uh, but now completed and finished and up and available to watch on YouTube under Keelan King Music, is the official Butterman featuring Mr. Pancakes music <laughs> video. It's going to be the number one hit of 2021. It's rolling out right we now. We thought it was going to be a summer hit. No, it's going to be a quarantine winter it's hit. It's a quarantine winter <laughs> hit. It'll carry you right on into the summer when you can have summer again someday. Uh, but seriously, the video is out. It is, it is one of the most ridiculous things I have ever seen. It is. It is amazing. Amazing. And... And we're going to be, I want to talk about it just for a minute too, just to kind of talk about this whole, whole evolution of this thing. Uh, but I want to say, uh, first off, um, Dan Bozik for filming half of it. Because of quarantine, half of it, it's kind of split up. You'll see. And then uh, <laughs> Dan Bozik filming the first half of the section, which we filmed, a, yeah, it's got to be a year and a half ago, probably. About a year and a half ago. I think it was two years ago. Well, it's um, no. I don't think November. it was last summer. I think it was the summer before. Might might have been two yeah, years ago. I think it when was. we started filming it. Well, regardless, yeah. But um, I mean, it's been so it's been a long time in the make. Yes, uh, when we were filming that, and and the footage, and I want everybody to go to watch this right now. The part part of the footage is uh, myself <laughs> standing in the middle of a of a reservoir on a rock. Actually. 
fun fact, the reservoir that he pushed the bully off of the raft on. Yes, if you want to go way back, that's yeah. the exact same one. Who mm. knew? Who knew? Decades later, after saving all those kids from the bully on the uh, and one of them might or might duck, not have been Trina, might or might not have been, uh, I would go back there and then film a music video where I'm wearing a grill. So, so we and and then also Tristan Mayer being there. Tristan is dancing with me. He's tea time, a.k.a. Earl Grey. And uh, he's also dancing on a rock next to me in the middle of this reservoir when we filmed this thing. And uh, our buddy Bozik had his drone out. So he's flying this drone all around us. And we're getting all kinds of people walking over like, what the hell is this? Oh, and this the, is in rural the Russian Oregon. dudes. The Russian dudes were very confused by what was going yeah, on. Yeah, what are you like, doing? What What is this for? <laughs> and... <laughs> and we uh, we filmed that part of it, and Keelan couldn't be there that day because he was for some reason he couldn't go that weekend. I can't remember what it was. He had something going on, and then we were supposed to film more last year uh, when we were in Vegas, and that wasn't able to happen because Keelan was getting married. So it's like all of a sudden all of his time was taken. Yeah, I know. We were. I wonder like, how. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what were we, we were thinking. We were a little ambitious, over ambitious, probably for yeah. that to think there'd be all this free time uh, during a wedding weekend. So there, it just wasn't. So it didn't happen. But. Uh, then, you know, we get ready to maybe film this again. We've had these ideas forever. And then this happens with quarantine. And then Keelan created magic and filmed his part of it. I don't, I'm not even wanting to describe it. You just have to <laughs> just watch go, it. Just go see you it. You will not be able to stop watching it. It is, he sent me this random link. This was a, this was a few months ago, actually. Oh yeah. When this was completed. And, and I watched it and it was just like, what? the hell what is going on here and this is brilliant and genius and it is and so he put this whole the full package together with Bozik's footage with his own footage and matched it up with the song of course and now it is out there in the world for people to see it is here it's just as it is actually creepier than I would have imagined it to be it is breakfast R&B brought to a new level we're creating a genre takes it up a notch too with his cameo Oh, it's not just a cameo. It's, <laughs> it's not even a cameo. Uh, you, with know, his, you guys are, you guys are partners. Mr. Pancake's performance. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's something special. And now this, it's out there. We're going to be posting it too. We'll be posting it all over the place. And I, we did a little bit of a teaser earlier uh, where I just kind of did a quick link on Twitter. But we'll be doing a big thing posting it everywhere here later on. Because, awesome. I mean, at this point, it's out. And I don't know. I, I think it's going to be, what's going to be interesting for me is this with some of the people that uh, maybe know me or maybe I've worked with who don't know this side, who don't know about this, have no idea what, what this even is and what the reactions are going to be? Uh-huh. Because there's a lot of people that don't know about Butterman and Mr. Pancakes. Oh, Greg. And what are they going to... What are they going <laughs> to... What's it going to be? I mean, now's the perfect time for me to do this. But it's out there. It's... Uh, it's amazing. It is something. Yeah, the it, first time I saw it, I ended up watching it like four times in a row with my mouth open. Like, mm-hmm. what is happening here? I've shown it to a few <laughs> few people, um, very select, just to just to see some of it, and uh, their uh, all the reactions have been, "Holy shit, this is hilarious!" Well, and so, Bozik filming with the drone was incredible. Like, it looks because Bozik is a professional, you know, um, videographer. Yeah, like, and he and you can tell, like. It is a fucking legit, oh, it's legit music video. Yeah, it looks like something that 
would absolutely be it's on, along the lines of like dick in a box kind of <laughs> yeah. reminds me of that like it's very much like a, a almost like a, a like a, a quality SNL kind of presentation yeah <laughs> it's really amazing yeah yeah it's definitely we've got some really talented friends uh huh yeah and of note a little behind the scenes note for the music video that's out there right now again go to funemploymentradio.com Keelan King Music on YouTube and just follow us on social media you'll find it um Oh, I'm posting that, that up. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, that drone, that, that all that footage? So the final shot, and I don't think that's in the music video, is we all we got all that footage before the drone's battery died, and it just plunged into the lake. <laughs> and I rescued it. You found it, yeah. I did find it. was a bunch it. of us out there with our feet trying to feel around to see if we could find it. <laughs> and there was, because, and then we looked at the video footage, because Buzzick was able to resurrect it. And it was just like, you could just see it just going, sinking down. Like, as soon as it's going into the water, just like, and then, and then it's filming underwater. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, so that is... Uh... <laughs> that, <laughs> that drone, yeah. We got all that before that happened. But it's, it's I mean, I just can't say enough about how amazing yeah killing and buzzik are for, for all the stuff that they got for this but it's it's out there now i love that we have talented friends who are just as <clears throat> ridiculous as we are. oh yeah 100%. like i mean that oh, was a dumb that it's was a dumb. team oh it's stupid it's real stupid yeah but that was yeah. a t- that was a group effort and everyone put a hundred percent into that yeah yeah i love it when like you you just find some people that you just really get along with and you're just like <laughs> hey we all we're all equally passionate about this really ridiculous thing oh my god it's let's so... make a quality Dumb thing. It is so stupid, and uh, and now it's it's released into the world. So go check it out, Butterman featuring Mr. Pancakes, the music video debut. Honestly, because you you just look silly and amazing, but Keelan was like a little. He's a little naughty in it. Ew, gross! Don't say it like that. He was though. I mean, with like the the hand gestures. And stuff. I know it's true. I'm like, I was like, Keelan. Keelan kicks it up a notch. He, ta- he takes it up. Like he's just like, okay, I'll see you're crazy. And yeah. he'll like bat shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. He fully punched it up a notch, which was perfect for that. It's got to, it's got to ramp up. That's the thing I love about Keelan too, is that he's still after oh, I've known Keelan for the better part of, you know, two decades. And he still surprises me. I was surprised. <laughs> I was legitimately when I saw that. I'm like, oh, this is happening. Oh, it's so yeah, good. you got it. He said you got to fucking commit to the bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you did. A hundred percent. I applaud all of you. That you can't was... go halfway with it. No, because it wouldn't be funny if it's halfway. No. No, you have to go full out. I mean, I think this all started from something when you and I were downtown and I was making up a character just to annoy you. Oh my God, that was how it started. They call me the butter. Yeah, and then and then now it's gone from that to on the show, to saying we need a sidekick of Mr. Pancakes, and then to Keelan creating the song, and then just now we've got a music video out there. That's just, you know what? Yeah. Right now, especially with everything else that's going on in this world, this is like a, this is a good distraction. Yeah, everybody needs a little bit of a distraction. And Butterman featuring Mr. Pancakes can be it right now. I hope so. <laughs> I, I know so. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, so again, we'll so have we'll that posted everywhere. We'll share it on everywhere. all of our social media? Yeah, we'll share okay. it on everything. It'll be up um, after the show is, is done. Yes, we'll I'm putting that everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be able to find it. Put it on Instagram. It. Go watch it. Share it. Let other people see, see the magic. Yes. <laughs> Breakfast on beat. Um, Does Tristan know that this is out? I don't know if Tristan does know it's out. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's aware yet. He is. He is full he's on in there. He's prominently featured in it. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. I just remember you you guys <clears throat> wading out in your um and you can see like especially in the shots so watch look for the footwear because they're both like dressed up but they're wearing like crappy sandals. Yes. <laughs> so they had to wade out to these rocks uh-huh. that were out um you know like about like 15 feet up from yeah. the reservoir. Yeah, and like climb onto the rocks and they, it was just a spectacle. Everyone the, on the, the sandals were a planned piece of that wardrobe as well. It was ridiculous yeah and so everyone as you know as they're like dancing on these two rocks in the middle of this reservoir people were just stopping like boats were driving by and slowing down yeah. like what the fuck are those guys doing <laughs> yeah rural oregon did not know what was going on no with that at all arkeelan <laughs> city forewarned tea okay good tea time aka earl gray oh my god uh so <laughs> So that's out there. Now, I know going from that, um, I I know that Sarah has some news also. I do. That you want to talk Good about. news. Good, Good news. news. So uh, I didn't want to say anything until I got the results back. But actually, I yesterday morning went and got my very first COVID test because uh, basically, you know, because I just wanted to make sure that I was okay. Um, I had a little bit of a sore throat and I'm like, you know what? I just want to check and see. And um, so I ended up going through this uh one of the drive throughs which i i mean i haven't gone i know th- i think a lot of i don't know, know a lot of people like. who have had tests but so anyway so uh, basically like, what, like walk through what it's like right? absolutely so um so basically point being is like i want to make sure i was healthy because i you know I, I did feel a little bit weird and i'm just like all right i just want to make sure plus i want to go and visit my family so it's been nine months i think since i've seen my my parents and my sister and my sister had a baby six months ago, but like Georgia, um, my new niece is going to be six months old in a week. So, um, we'd planned this. I'm like, all right, so I'm going to, I'm just going to take a test, see if I'm okay. You know, just like all around for me as a person. And then also take a test. And if it's good, then I can go actually see my family for the first time in almost a year. So yeah. So it was super weird. It was, it was so scary. I will tell you, like, I mean, cause there's so much in the balance. When you're there and you're just like, because you don't want to be, you know, because if you have it, you have it. But then, you know, you're like, I've been to the grocery store. Who have I been around? It's just, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Because then you have to like retrace your steps and think like, and then, you know, you, you tell people. And so I just. Contact I, tracing. Yeah. Contact tracing. Exactly. Uh, so I was really, really scared. But um, so at um, the convention center here in Portland, uh, which is right next to the Rose Garden, they have, uh, OHSU has a drive-through testing that you can go do so um basically it was really weird so i got there before nine it's it opened at nine there was already a line outside and what you do is you drive into this parking garage and there's somebody who meets you with a clipboard as you're driving by and they're just like oh right hi are you here to take a test like do you have any like uh, how are you feeling do you have any symptoms i'm like well i have you know a little bit of a sore throat so i don't know i just kind of wanted to check and see um so she's like okay yeah just go over there and get in line so then you pull your car into a line. It's kind of like waiting for a ferry. You know how they like kind of put you into different Mm -hmm. slots. So basically there are like four different like lines that they put you into where you sit with your car and you have to turn off your engine and uh, basically sit and wait for your turn. Then they kind of, then you see all the, um, all the medical people in another section and they have all these rolling carts with uh, computers on them. So you uh, finally pull out of your line and you get into the line to get ready to take the test. And, uh, so they roll up to your car and they have like the rolly wheels things. Why you're looking at me weird. No, I'm I'm listening. Oh, okay. I've I've never done this. Yeah. I had no idea what it's No, it's super weird. I don't have anything to contribute. I just have yeah. no idea. So you're sitting in your car, you know, and I'm freaking out and I'm like sitting there with my mask, you know, and like, you know, and it's it's silent because the phones don't work in the middle of the parking garage and you know your engine is off. 
and they just roll up and they're like, what's your name? You know, take your ID. Um, then basically they, uh, so what they do after they talk to you is they take your windshield wiper and they actually pull it out. So that way it tells the other people that you've already been like pre-screened, like pre-vetted. And then, so you sit there, then somebody else comes up with another rolly cart with it, with another computer thing. And they give you a bunch of uh, paperwork and they say, you know, like, this is what you do. If you do have it, here's a pamphlet, you know, to look at your, um, your health or your health plan, the, my plan thing that you can check online. They're like, so basically if you have it, you're going to get a phone call. If you don't have it, you, you'll get an alert on your, my chart saying that your test results are negative. Okay. Um, so that was stressful. So then basically you're sitting there waiting then, um, and these people are incredible. So everyone was super nice. They can tell that everyone's really nervous. Uh, so I'm watching the nurses or the doctors or whoever's administering the, um, the tests do it. And every single time that they, like they do a swab, they change their scrubs and their gloves like okay. every single time. I mean, that's makes sense. It makes, it absolutely makes sense, but it was just fascinating to watch because they would do a test and I'd see them and they'd take off their scrubs, get out a new one, put them on, put on new gloves, you know, take out a new test, do it. And then the people would go and just and repeat do it, and just repeat, rinse and repeat. Were they like throwing them away or do they get sterilized? Did no, they, even... they threw them away. They look like, uh, they're like, uh, like thin plastic ones. Uh huh. Yeah. Like and it looked sheet, like they basically. just, yeah. It looks like they just threw them away. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm waiting and waiting and, um, yeah. And finally get up to the test thing. And I don't know how it's going to happen because I know that sometimes, you know, this wasn't one of the rapid tests. This was one of the, um, the aggressive ones. So. Do, well, I mean, I think there's still people that don't, like, I don't even know what the rapid test is versus the... I don't either. I, I think that it's less invasive. I, I, I don't know, but okay. I know that uh, apparently it's like it has a higher percentage of like not being accurate. Okay. Um, From what I understand. Right. So uh, this yeah, so, is the one where they shove it up your nose. This is the one, yes, they do. <laughs> so I'm so I'm getting there, and I still don't know what's going to happen because my um, my friends in Washington who have had the test. They're like, okay, well, for our drive through, what they did is she said that they just gave you the swab thing, and then you just stick it in your nose and both you do nostrils. It yourself? That's what, apparently how they do it at this place that they went to in Washington. So I was kind of anticipating being able to do that. So I, you know, I roll up, and the guy's like, you know, birthday. I'm like, you know, ten nine nineteen eighty, and he's like, are you Sarah? I'm like, yes. And he's like, all right, so lean your head back. And so I didn't know what was going to happen because I couldn't see what. And so I'm like, all right. So I, you lean your head back against um, like the headboard or that, you know, the back seat of your car, mm -hmm. or like the seat. And then he just, you know, he unwraps the thing and it's this big, long Q-tip basically. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to do this for five seconds. He's like, it's going to be uncomfortable. Oh, fuck. It was uncomfortable. So he really? just jammed this thing. It's probably about like, uh, I don't know, like five inches, like four or five inches long. And just jammed it up to like right, basically like ne like near your eye, like to where it feels uncomfortable. It didn't hurt, but it was very unpleasant. And he just it swirled it around. And it was for five seconds. So it's like one, two, three, four, five. And then he just pulled it out. He's like, "All right, you're done. That's it." And and then you go on your way. And he put it in the little tube thing. And they said that they let me know within one to two days. And this morning. I woke up to a my chart notification saying that I tested negative. Yeah, which that it was is... not. Yeah, that it was not found. And plus, like that, I feel very confident in that because that thing was like basically touching my brain. That was so. Yeah. <laughs> it was aggressive. Wow. It well, was weird. I mean, yeah. A number one, you know, very good that it's negative. I, I didn't. I had a feeling you weren't, but but better safe than sorry. Oh, exactly. You know. I mean, but it's just scary. And, I mean, yeah. my God. And plus, like I had, you know, I wanted to make sure I was okay. Plus, you know, I don't, I want to 
be able to see my family and you know and with well, my and sister's infant child and yeah. yeah and my you know my parents who are or who are older like and so basically so now between now or between yesterday basically and friday when i leave uh to go to seattle like i'm not doing anything i'm just like i'm here and i'm at my apartment and here yeah. and at my apartment i already bought food <clears> like <throat> i'm just not going anywhere not doing anything not seeing anyone yeah and then just gonna get up and go on friday well that'll be cool though to go i to- am so I haven't allowed myself to be excited because I've been waiting, you know, to take a test. Well, it's scary stuff. I mean, it's. Scary. I mean, it's a scary time, and it, it's it scary is. stuff. It's a scary time and we all for know people a, for who a have, lot of reasons. And... Yeah, and we all know people who have had it, and like you know, the last thing yeah. I want to do is you know be sick and be around you know anybody, let alone my family. Right. So. Yeah, I will I tell mean, you it's... though, man. Like the waiting was that's a lot. How long was it that you waited? I mean, it was only a day. Like mine was honestly in like oh, twenty four hours. Line. Oh no no no! The waiting that was <clears> fine. <throat> no, I mean just like the waiting for the results. Vicky's got a good question. Did did they charge you? No, I didn't get charged. Okay, but I do. have... I wouldn't think they would charge for that right now. But no, you I don't never think... know. I guess. Uh, I think that it's <clears throat> free me. right now because if you have like the Oregon Health Plan, mm-hmm. that's free, and then also if you have, if you don't have insurance, you can still go and get it done. So I think it's just you know it's a national health crisis. So yeah, they shouldn't. Because I did have the paperwork and oh, I did say... you can't pay for it? Sorry, we can't test you. Exactly. I mean, you never know. Because on the but... paperwork when I was reading it, I, I do believe it said that, um, yeah, even if you have a like a copay for your insurance, like it'll be covered. Okay. Like you don't even have to pay that. Okay. But yeah, it is a bit of a relief. And then I get to meet my little chubby baby dudes. Yeah. Yes. And see Eloise. So no show on Friday, just so everybody knows. Yes. If that's okay. Yeah. Well, because you're doing that, I'm... I'm probably going to head out as well. I may go see my parents only sitting outside very far away. Yeah. Um, I may, I may go down and see them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm, I miss them. I know that everyone misses their family. Uh, but... Yeah. You know, I mean, it's but I gotta guess, be safe. Like but... last thing I want to do is get anybody sick. So can I tell you, so Eloise, my, my other niece, I guess is so excited that I'm coming. Cause I, I told my sister not to say anything until like I got my, my test results back. You know, and I didn't want, you know, and she, I guess Eloise is so excited that I'm coming that she's already, like, made my bed for me. And How old's Eloise? She's going to be five in February. So uh, <laughs> she already made, she made up my room. She put a chair in there with some pillows, so I have a reading nook. And she already put out a cup of water for me in case I get thirsty when I'm sleeping. Wow. I love her so much. I am so excited. And also, remember, I bought my sister the Elsa and Anna costumes. Oh, Yeah. And she and oh, yeah. uh, and she has no idea. Your niece has no idea. No, gonna so we're going to dress like the, <laughs> so we're going to dress like the adult versions of the Frozen characters. <laughs> so I am just beside myself with excitement. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's awesome. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. I'm. I'm super excited. All right. So it's the times. Yeah. All right. Should I just do? Yeah. I feel like I've been talking for a long time. October 28, twenty twenty, the year of our apocalypse. Oh Jesus, fuck. I keep forgetting that Halloween is on Saturday. I don't even know. I have I have no plans for Halloween. Are you going to even be in town or are you just Yeah, I mean I'll be in town. I'm not uh, well, I if I go see my parents, I'm not staying there. If Greg um, make Greg but, dress as Olaf. I should have bought it. I don't know what Olaf is. Olaf is the little snowman guy. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. I still I don't I don't get it. That would be amazing if you get an Olaf costume and then we could do like a Zoom thing and you could be like, hello, Eloise. 
My name is Olaf. How are you? I don't know how Olaf talks. I'm afraid that my wig might also... Well, howdy like, there. My name's Olaf. I need to take a picture of it. It is the worst wig ever. I mean, it's a good quality wig, but Mike, I mean, you've seen it. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like... Well, I mean, I don't know what Elsa really looks like, what it should be. Yeah. I mean, it looks... It's it looks like the hair from the cartoon, but and you know that doesn't translate well into like human form. <laughs> it's like this ridiculous pompadour. It is. I mean, I'm going to take a billion pictures. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look so stupid, but it's worth it. Oh, who cares? Yeah, I don't care. Keelan just made a good point. We just released the ultimate Halloween video. Butterman and Mr. Pancakes. You don't, are you looking yeah. for a costume? Yeah, Butterman and Mr. Pancakes. That is the costume that people should be going for. You could dress as Butterman. I mean, I could. Just dress as yourself. But I am Butterman. (laughs) Do you still have the... If somebody else dressed as Butterman, oh my god, that would make my year. (laughs) Oh, dear God. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my... World of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, Greg, another day. Guess what I've got for you? Another Guinness World Record. Oh my gosh, you guessed it. There's a British museum which has earned a Guinness record when they assembled 205,000. That's how you say it, right? 205,000. Yep. Lego bricks and assembled them into a bridge spanning 111 feet, six inches long. With an unsupported span of 55 feet and 11 inches. That's How a lot far of was it? 111, 111 feet? 111 feet. A Lego bridge. A Lego bridge. How wide was it? Uh, it says it's a span of 55 feet, 11 inches. Oh, that's an unsupported span. I don't know how wide it is. Jesus. Uh, so the Iron Bridge Gorge Museums teamed up with the Institution of Civil Engineers to construct uh, the massive Lego bridge at Ingenuity, a, Col- a Colebrookdale museum operated by Iron Bridge Gorge. How many words are in this sentence? Is that like a really confusing sentence? This is a lot of difficult words to say. Greg? I'm taking a look here at it. No, that sounds like a very difficult thing. The Iron Bridge Gorge Museum teamed up with the Institution of Civil Engineers to construct the Lego Bridge at Ingenuity, a Colebrookdale museum operated by Iron Bridge Gorge. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, why does it start with Iron Bridge Gorge and then end with Iron Bridge I don't know, because it's very poorly written. So the bridge broke the Guinness record with a single span measuring 55 feet. The previous record, 55 feet and 5.64 inches, was set by another team in 2016. Oh, this is just petty. So they only beat it by five inches. They're just like, oh yeah, we're better than you. The thing is, if you make it that far and you've got like, you're five inches, why not go like a few feet to make sure somebody else doesn't come along and do it to you? I know. Because they can just inch somebody else out. That cruel, cruel Guinness World Record world. Oh, it is interesting looking. I used to love... Did you ever um, do that in, like, woodshop? Where you'd have to build, like, balsa wood bridges and see how much weight they could retain? I was not in woodshop. So out of the two of us, I was in woodshop. <laughs> you were the woodshop, yeah. <laughs> I was in... Uh... I remember specific... Yeah, I remember I was making a balsa wood bridge, and I specifically remember that was the day that Kurt Cobain died. Oh, my God, we're old. But I remember building that, and we were allowed to have, like, one black and white TV in there. Yeah. Because we didn't have color TV back in those days. You had a black and white TV in your classroom? Yeah, it was in the workshop, so. I don't think we had televisions in any, I mean, other than, you know, for school purposes. Yeah. You were allowed to watch MTV in Woodshop? Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Yeah, I was playing in the corner. And that was like yeah. the break of the Kurt Loader breaking news. I, rem- I vividly remember it. That's crazy. They had cable television at your high school? Where is this? <laughs> God, rich kid schools. Oh, wow. <laughs> we we were not allowed to watch MTV at school. <laughs> what was Damn. MTV? Did you hear rumors of that thing called MTV? No, I had to go to my girlfriend's house to watch it. That's the, how I, that's the only way I would watch it. I always wanted to hang out at her house because she had MTV. <laughs> It was a nice benefit. We didn't have cable television. Oh, boy. I really am scraping the bottom of the barrel for stories today. Let's find this one. All right, here's... All right, an argument over a chess game resulted in a man being stabbed in the buttocks. But no arrests have been made in the case. Do you know how to play chess? You know, that's funny. I I used to play, like, when I was little. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I do not remember how to play and I keep trying to find a good app. Actually, this is something I want to put out for recommendations. Like I keep downloading these chess apps to like teach me how to play chess and none of them are very good. I could teach you how to play chess. I'm good at chess. It's a game of strategy. You have to always be six moves ahead of your opponent. Well, now I'm going to get good at it because I'll prove. Oh, I'll kick your ass. I used to play with my grandpa all the time and I win. Send me a good app to use. To learn to play chess, and I will play Sarah in chess, and I will win. Oh, my God. But we have to get one of those timer things that we hit. That's fine. I mean, yeah. it'll be the most boring live stream of all time. <laughs> no, it won't, because everyone wants to see me beat you. Not in a game get... of strategy. I will. I also have a hard time with that stuff, because I do get mad if I lose. But. Oh, yeah, you're going to throw a tantrum. With risk. I, I greatly dislike losing at risk. Um. Ooh, Stranded's asking, is there a happy hour speed chess game in the future? Maybe. Yes. Find me a good app that I can uh, that I can take a, take a look at. Oh, Derek's saying, I thought Greg only dated exchange students. No, I dated them too. But the long-term girlfriend was the one who had MTV. Is that the patchouli one? No. Patchouli. I mean, I there was a patchouli girl in college that told me to go get patchouli oil. Because she thought it would smell good on me, and so I went and did it. Of course, you did puppet. <laughs> oh, 100%. Okay, I'll go do that. And I had no idea what patchouli oil was. I went and bought it. All right. And I started wearing it. Oh, my God. So this story could be about you, future you, stabbing someone in the butt over losing a chess game. <laughs> so police were called to an apartment on report of an assault after 5 a.m. Saturday. Wow, so they were up late night playing chess. It was a 51-year-old victim and said he only knew the first name of the man who stabbed him in the buttocks. And refused to give the police any more information. Um, the cop said that nobody wanted to say anything. They were playing chess, then they got into a small argument, and somehow the victim got stabbed in the butt. Uh, the owner of the apartment called them and went to report that a friend had been stabbed. I really want to know more about this. There's a there's a random guy there. He doesn't even know his last name, but he's playing chess with him till 5 in the morning, and then they get in a fight, and he stabs him. But he also doesn't want to rat him out. Yeah, it's chess loyalty. Chess loyalty, bro. There's Don't go against the chess bros. There's a lot there. I can see you being one of the old men who sits in the park playing chess. I love it. That's my favorite part of going to New York and like wandering around the neighborhoods, particularly in Brooklyn, is there are always these old men sitting there playing chess. You would totally be that. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to learn how to play it first. And what better way Send to learn than to lose a, a lot to me? App. No, I will get good first. You're too, you're too, like, you want to get things done too quickly. I don't feel like you have the patience nor the strategy to I be able to. I think you underestimate how much I dislike losing. <laughs> 
All right, next headline reads, a woman has been accused of impersonating a prosecutor, uh, therefore dropping criminal charges against herself. So she was pretending to be a prosecutor against her own case and filed to have charges dropped against herself, which is kind of genius if she would have gotten away with it. But what was she... Was she being charged with something or did yes, she make she up a crime? And, no, okay. she was being charged with a crime. And then so she pretended to be her own prosecutor to drop the charges against herself. Okay. So she allegedly impersonated a Hillsborough County, uh, not Hillsborough, Oregon, but Hillsborough somewhere. Florida. I, I'm, I'm guessing Florida. No, Hills, there is a Hillsborough County, Florida. All right. Well, a Florida woman allegedly impersonated a Hillsborough County prosecutor when she filed bogus document, documents with court officials declaring that the drug possession and stalking charges against her had been dropped according to recently released indictments. So someone's name is Lisa Landon, 33 years old. uh, She's facing one charge of false personation and six charges of falsifying physical evidence. So the indictments allege that Landon submitted the fake documents in three different court cases last November and December. Uh, So she filed them... Let's see. So in November, Hillsborough County prosecutors became suspicious when they heard from a state forensic examiner who had been scheduled to perform a competency evaluation on Landon. Uh, the examiner saw a notice in her court file that the prosecutors had dropped the charges for no reason, and the examiner wanted to know if the examination should go forward. So she almost got away with it. Wow, good for her. Yeah, until somebody was just like, wait, so why, why did this happen? So somebody was doing their job correctly. So um, she, she was able to successfully get away with it for several months, but then she ended up getting caught. So her criminal history includes uh, stalking and possession of methamphetamine. Uh, also, she is facing charges of burglary and theft. It's pretty good for a meth head. Right? That's a pretty, like, progressive yeah. meth head. Yeah. That's pretty good. I, you almost sound proud. You well, do know a lot about meth heads. I do. Yeah. Having lived next door to them for... Greg is a tic-tac-toe man. <laughs> I'm choosing to ignore those comments. <laughs> oh, I bet you're... Oh, I bet you were a checkers guy. I played checkers. Sure. You would be so annoying to play checkers with. Because I win? You would just be one of those. Yeah, you'd just be annoying. King me. Yeah. Yes. That. (laughs) Oh, I played a lot of checkers, Chinese checkers. Um, I played a lot of board games. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Finally, Kazakhstan is in the news after it's adopting Borat's catchphrase, very nice, as their official tourism slogan. That's hilarious because they hate it. Years after condemning one. Borat for its depictions of Kazakhstan, the country is singing a different tune now. There was a time when the government of Kazakhstan banned the movie Borat and threatened to sue Sasha Baron Cohen for his depictions of the country in his mockumentary. However, those days are over. <laughs> Following the re- release of Borat's subsequent movie film, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it is so relevant and it's really good. It's really good. And the um the actress that plays his daughter is amazing. She is so good. She is phenomenal. Yeah. And hilarious. She is really funny. And that Rudy Giuliani thing is like, "Ooh, that catches you off guard." I know you've like seen the stills of it, but you should watch the movie. The movie yeah. is very funny. All right, so this is so the new movie is called Borat Subsequent Movie Film, the sequel to Borat Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Uh, the tourism board has officially adopted the character's very nice catchphrase as its slogan. A new series of ads have been released nice. featuring visitors experiencing different aspects of the country, from architecture and landscapes to food and culture, before repeating those two famous words. 
a description of the promos uh, on YouTube read, how can you describe a place this surprising in just two words? As a wise man once said, very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The idea to embrace the slogan came from a former Los Angeles resident who now lives in Kazakhstan uh, with a travel show airing on the state travel channel. So he was able to kind of convince them that it was actually to embrace it instead of fight against it. I mean, that's smart. Yeah, so uh, the deputy chairman roll with it. of the Kazakhstan Tourism Board said, in COVID times when tourism spending is on hold, it's good to see the country mentioned in the media. Not in the nicest way, but it's good to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> All press is good press. Uh, he said, and he also said, we would love to work with Cohen or maybe even have him film here at some point. In light of this news, uh, Cohen said in a statement, this is a comedy in Kazakhstan and the film has nothing to do with the real country. I, co- I chose Kazakhstan because it was a place that almost nobody knew anything about, <laughs> which allowed us to create a wild, comedic, fake world. The real Kazakhstan is a beautiful country with modern, proud society. The opposite of Borat's version. Yeah. So there you go. That's funny. Very nice. Now I want to watch the... Uh, nice. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's that's what I found. That's your one crazy. I watched um, an interview with uh, Sasha Marin Cohen. I think he was one... Stephen Colbert. Because he's doing all kinds of press right now. I'm just talking about the behind the scenes of that. And he, uh, during one of those... What, the scene that was filmed in Olympia, Washington, because that's part of it. Now, oh, I, we, yeah. We here in the Northwest, I, I think it was shown all over the place, but we knew about it because it leaked before um, before this movie came out mm-hmm. that he was at this. And it's because people found out it was him. And uh, apparently that's the only time he's ever had to wear a bulletproof vest. He, he had a bulletproof vest on underneath his stuff because it was a gun rally. Oh, and wow. somebody, the Olympia rally? Yeah, and somebody pulled a gun on him. And there's this footage that's never been released that they showed. You can find it on Twitter, I think. Jesus. Uh, where, yeah, this dude, they, fig- they figured out it was him on stage. And this dude ran up and he with a pistol out. And they had to rush him off, you know, and go hide to, to get him out of there. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the behind-the-scenes footage is crazy. Because he just, like, oh. drops everything and bolts off the stage. Jesus. Because they're rushing him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's terrifying. Yeah, I know. So watch that movie. Seriously, <laughs> the movie's so good. It's it's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah, just watch it. Well, you know what? I don't have to worry about spoiling anymore. That's the Butterman featuring Mr. Pancake's <laughs> music video. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Out there now. Go watch it. Subscribe to Keelan King Music. Yes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Everywhere. And I'm going to put it everywhere as well. So follow us on our social media accounts and you will you will not be able to miss it. No, you won't be able to miss it. And you don't want to miss it. For the uh, love of God, everything is terrible. So watch something that's really dumb and makes you happy. Made by incredibly silly and talented people. A quick fact check. Yes. From today's episode. Chinese checkers did not originate in China or in any part of Asia. Um, I don't think I've ever Chinese played Chinese chess checkers. chess is from China, but Chinese checkers was invented in Germany in 1892. Hmm. Are Chinese checkers a lot different than regular checkers? Um, yeah, I can't remember how to play it, but yes. Okay. Chinese checkers is actually a variation of an older American game named Homa. Oh, so, look, there's your checker knowledge. So it should just be called American checkers then. Wouldn't it just be checkers? Checkers is a weird word. It is when you say it too many times. Is, I've said it too many times. Now. I think checkers is English. Stop saying checkers. I'm going to guess that's an English game. Checkers. Checkers. 
Checkers. When you play checkers, king me. Yeah, that's definitely. Oh yeah, the king, yeah. All right. All right. Thank Very you, nice. everybody. You are all fantastic. We love you. We appreciate you. each and every one of you. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Derek said he just sent the video to his wife, and she said, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be for everybody. <laughs>